0: what is going on fitness coaches welcome to another episode of the change lives make money online training podcast i'm in prep i'm here with my boy the midget the guy next door the one and only the wolf to Silva. what's up dog bro i'm
1: just fucking making sure that i'm carrying your slack from your forgetful old looking ass Dude,
0: I literally like forgot how to mute people on Zoom. Like that's not a joke. I I had to take
1: host and I had to fucking mute people and start the recording because Brian's prep brain is so fucking bad. It's hilarious.
0: Legit, like I like don't know where the button is. Like I feel like I'm an idiot right now, but uh, we're ready to rock and roll. Let's get into it. Paul Casey, what's up, King? What's up guys? Best day of my fucking life. I appreciate both you guys.
2: Before I ask my questions. I want to say if anyone's listening to this later on on the podcast, this is the best fucking coaching program out there. Okay, so I just want to put that out as a premise. (laughs) Actually, the person right below me on the screen is my assistant coach. And I made her come here because she needs your fucking help. But but here's the thing, right? So I'm about to run my first live event, right? And as you guys know, I take a shit ton of messy action. So I know there's modules in the mastermind that I got to go through. So I'm going to get started on those this next week. But I had a quick question. So tickets went live today. My website got finished last night, like late, like midnight, two o'clock in the morning-ish. My website went live. And what I want to do is I want to know if I want to blast hella people with the like a pre-sale for the tickets. And I'm wondering, does it make sense to pre-sell it or to uh, blast it to people that are not local? Like it's a local thing. I don't see people flying in to come see me just yet. Not yet. I'm not on that level yet. I will be there one day. But right now I want to know like, do, does it make sense to send it to people that are not local or should I just focus on people that are local?
1: That's Right there, bro. You should just focus on people that are local. I don't think that you're in a bad headspace. I honestly think that it's cool that you're already thinking about like making it super big and like what you want to do with the events and the potential of it, because that's how me and Brian were when we first started talking about events. I was like, yo, I want to bust it to everybody. I want to have like 10,000 people there. It'd be so super sick. But at the same time, you also got to be un- like understanding of your current situation. As much as my goal is to quote unquote like be remembered forever, I also understand that like there's people who don't even know who fucking Gary B is. Right or Tony Robbins. So you need to start where you're currently at, destroy and take over your fucking market. I want you to write that down. Like make sure every motherfucker that is in your vicinity, all right, especially within like a ten mile radius, knows who the fuck Paul Casey is. That's the game plan. That's the plan that you guys should be playing at. Look at Don Lamb. I'm not joking, guys. When I went down to Kamloops to step on stage with him, my last show, literally, I was wearing a DIY body like jacket that he got me. Every fucking store that I walked into, people were like, oh, Don, like DIY, every single one, because the brand and him are just so well recognized in that area because he dominated his local market. So you are thinking correctly, focus on local first until you build your name, and then we can go bigger. Got it.
0: Perfect. 100% agree with that statement. And I just want to double hammer that home. There's people that are in your market, that are in your area that would come for sure. But if you take your energy off of them to try to go international before you're not even like a local celebrity, then you're not gonna go very far. So my main focus, if I were you, would be to sell the people that you know would come, sell the people that you know would get value, and sell the people that are local to you. Got it. Cool. Congratulations on your first event, that's
1: sick. I'm super excited to hear about it, bro.
2: Yeah, I'm juiced. I rented out, it's it's basically a movie theater in our town, in our city, but it's like a, a local small movie theater but it has a stage, they have the mic system, everything. So I'm renting it out for like two hours and just
0: taking that shit over. smart, bro. Bet, All right, I cool. see you, King. We'll Thank see you, you soon. Yep, appreciate okay. you guys. Well, Leah, what's up? You gotta lower their hand, Cole, cause you're the host.
3: Hey guys, how's it going? Happy to be here. So Cole, I have a question for you. So I know your power did go out yesterday. So I was wondering if you could take a look at my content today, possibly.
1: That's <laughs> up to Brian. You got to ask the whole <laughs> squad right now.
3: <laughs> or both huh? of you, I guess.
1: What do you think, B? It's, she asked you the question directly. Bet. Of course, I got that for you. Send me your tag right now. We'll break it down on the, on the podcast okay. for you. So everybody who's listening on the audio only replay, I'm going to tell you what her tag is in a second. It is L-E-A-H-K-R-Z-Y. The reason why I want you guys to check that out is because you could actually follow along with what I'm going to go through in a minute here. And then everybody's also like, what do you mean the power went out? No joke. We're like an hour and 25 minutes in. A was about to come up and boom, my power went out completely. I was like, I'm going to pull up my phone and then run outside for a Q&A.
0: I'm also just going to caveat this and let everybody else know that's in the pod chats line. You can't use that and we will not be auditing your content. So no,
1: like- this is like, she, this is the one and done. She fucking sit yes. in here right quick. So there we go. All right. So looking at your page, initial ba- breakdown instantly. But before we do, what is your problem? Like, why do you want me to audit your content? Why did you show up yesterday? What's going on?
3: Yeah. So I'm pretty new to it, I guess, just how I can make it better or because right now it's like, I'm not really getting a lot of views. I'm just trying to get stuff out there. But now I'm to the level where I'm like, okay, I need to start like honing in and focusing more on what I'm putting out.
1: Mm, touche. Touche. Okay. So the first <laughs> thing that I'm going to say is make sure you stay out of your fucking head in the aspect of you're like, well, I'm pretty new to it. And now I've reached a point where I got to hone in. Yeah. Less of the mindset. It's more okay. of keep doing what you're doing in the aspect of take messy action and produce at a high level. I.e., yeah. like fucking. I'm so happy David's here because David can attest to this. He was showing up, being like, I feel like I should be longer, farther along. I'm putting out content, and if anybody remembers those content audits, like me and David were almost heads for a solid like fucking two months. Where I was like, just fucking do it and he's like
4: well, yeah like
1: nothing's <laughs> working and then next thing you know he came back he's like oh cool he exploded Fuck yeah bro there we go and i'm like because it's it, it's through messy action and producing high value content that we will see the results but regardless let's get into it so diving okay. it down right off the bat when it comes out of your bio i help women lose 10 mm-hmm. to 15 pounds without cutting out their favorite food apply below that's fine dm weight loss that's fine job form that's fine looking at your instagram story we got a little bit of a share a share you're showing your food sh- threads picture. Okay, now start talking. Minimum of two talking slides a day, no matter what, because it'll help you show the connection side of you instead of just showing business. Guys, your story is for connecting, not just selling. Even though your story is an amazing place for selling, you should be connecting, building relationships on there. That's what will help you build a parasocial relationship and it'll help you look like less of just a fucking guru or fitness coach. So get it done. Moving into the content itself. What I am looking for is not only the solution to this problem that you say that you can help with in your bio, but I'm also looking to see who the fuck you are, all right? Are you just a fitness coach or are you expressing more about your story and what about things, different things about you? So if you're gonna tell a story, i.e. like fitness is better with friends or if you wanna show them the difference between like being alone or being with other people, you wanna have text Mm -hmm. on the screen the entire time because you have less than three seconds to capture my attention in the first place, but then you need to keep me, focused the entire time. Cause okay. I'm going to watch it first three seconds. Fitness is better with friends. Oh yeah. Cool. Bye. And then I just move on to the next thing. All right. Okay. Exercise yeah. for everybody as well. Just to put something in perspective, I want you guys to go to your Instagram. All right. Find your best performing post, the best one that you've ever had. All right. Look at how many likes you have. And then look at how many people actually saw it. If you have like a hundred thousand likes, I guarantee you over fucking 2 million people have seen that post. And you're like, well, what the fuck, man? Like you guys couldn't just like it? Like, while you're passing, like, what the- everybody just watches it and then leaves because this is how Instagram works. This is how analytics work. So people might look at this, but you didn't give them a reason to want to like and engage. All right.
3: Yeah. Do you feel like a big fat failure because you can't stick to your diet plan? This often comes from an all or nothing mindset, trying to be perfect all the damn time. This just isn't a sustainable way to live. Instead, follow the 80
1: so this isn't actually that bad. I can see that you're trying to fucking find your flow and speaking to the camera, so I'm not even gonna touch yeah. on this one. Good job. Okay. Now we just gotta work on you being a little bit more calm. A little bit more yeah. calm. Cause <laughs> you talking to me yesterday and talking to me today, your voice haven't hasn't broken once. And here you're like, you're almost screeching halfway through <laughs> you're going through. Cause it's like, I, I can hear the nervousness happening, but this is normal, all right? It happens with okay. all of us, all right? Especially when we start like relieving our comfort zone.
3: tired of feeling like you can fly away with
5: your
1: flabby arms i like this one all right i like it now another way we could open this up is instead of just hitting it twice you could have been like this are you tired of flying away with your flabby (laughs) like go like this because let's be real all of us can do that right now regardless how jacked you are because that tricep hangs but i'm like that would be funny that's a good way to open the video it looks like you're instantly implementing the stuff that we've already talked about especially because of the fact that you're doing content with paul Yeah, but it's just about like, again, leading with pain, but then allowing your personality to shine through. All right. Leading with pain and then allowing your personality to
3: reduce fat. But with the proper nutrition and strength training to build lean muscle and lose fat, you can reduce
1: that. I'm also going to say like, don't start with a pain point or start with a statement that triggers emotion and attention and then walk them down a boring path to the library. Now, what I mean by that is you're starting with a statement that's going to bitch slap them in the mouth. Right, you yeah. e. like you're slapping your arms, and you're like, "Are you tired of your flabby arms?" People are like, "Fuck you, dude!" And they're gonna watch the video, <laughs> or they're just gonna leave. But regardless, like that's what we need to be doing. But okay. then you go into the generic textbook. If you want to lose that, we yeah. need to make sure that we're following the proper nutrition and the training routine. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. So, like, what you need to do is be like, "Okay, who says they're struggling with flabby arms? How long have they been struggling? What are their excuses? What do I need to say to them to trigger their emotion and get them out of their current situation?" And then say all of that makes sense okay
3: yeah that does that helps a yeah. lot thank you
1: last thing do it sad do it angry do it heart that's actually fine I wanted to see
3: make sure you're not dropping or extending your hips on a plank instead act like your body's board. this will engage your core and save your lower back and shoulders so
1: regular workout breakdown all right if we wanted to be funny slash again break it down I would like start the plank with your ass all the way up in the air and then <laughs> Like look at the camera within the first few seconds and have the video zoom all the way into your face and be like, drop your fucking ass down. And then it zooms back <laughs> out and you're then explaining what the plank is. Because again, okay, let's be real. Just doing a tutorial of a plank is probably the boring thing. Yeah,
3: I did. felt like it was super boring.
1: Yeah, and that's what I mean. So, like w- yeah. with you, it's keep them entertained the entire time while speaking to the okay. individual themselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
3: Thank you so go. much. I really appreciate it.
0: No problem. Don't Only one it. more thing to say. How new are you? Let me screen share, Cole.
3: I think, well, I've been, I think I've been making content for a little over a month now.
0: Okay. So. How many times have you posted in the last month? Every day. Oh, good. I like that. So the only thing that I wanted to add to what Cole had to say is yeah. this is advice for every single person on this call that wants to be a content creator is in the last two years, all it's been 18 months. I posted 1186 times. That's two times a day, seven days a week for 365 days of the year. So what I'm saying is that you will get better the more that you do it. So in my opinion, I think it's still too early in the game for us to really know how good your Instagram is going to do. I agree. So my invitation is to be consistent for 90 days with the feedback that Cole just gave you, and then obviously keep showing up, but keep yeah. going is what I'm saying is like, keep okay. going keep consistent. And don't get discouraged if you have low views. Don't get discouraged if it's not working. Because if you just keep showing up over a long enough period of time, like you will hit. It's like, it's inevitable. It's only a matter of time.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Bet.
5: Raul. Okay, there we go. I thought I was muted. How are you guys? Best day ever, brother. How are you? Best day ever as well. I'm so glad to be here. This is my first time being on podcasts. I'm a little nervous and everything, but I told myself, this was going to be the day just because I want to make myself more visible. Mm. I want to put myself out there, and I just want to, you know, get more involved. So, yeah, thank you guys for everything you guys have done for me so far. Uh, just a, a quick win that I want to share with you guys. Back in March, I actually left my job, and I've been working as a full-time online coach. I mean, I've been slowly growing, making a little bit of progress, but I feel like now I want to reach a new level. So that's why I wanted to be here on the call, kind of like – get, get more information, get, uh, as much value as possible.
0: I love it. Congratulations. That's super fucking cool to realize that you're doing it for your, your thing full time. That makes me super happy.
5: Yeah. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, so my question is, um, kind of, uh, on how to cement the sale because I had one call that, uh, I sold the person, I sold a, a girl. Um, she said she was down. We scheduled the payments to come out of the first day of the program after Two days we had after two days after we had the call, she came back telling me that she wasn't that she wasn't going to be able to do it. She talked to her partner, she had like things going on. I had one like that, and I also had two people that told me that they were they promised they were going to be down. they promised that they were going to make the payment. I think the mistake that I did was letting them off the call. They, they told me they had they, they had a goal that they were going to make the payment after the call, all of this, and I think I just trusted them too much. So I want to know if there's any like um, anything that I can do to cement the sale to make sure that they're in it and that, um, you know, to not have that happen. So I'm going to give you an answer that you already
0: fucking know. And that answer is that you let them off the fucking call. Yeah. Right. So it's like it literally like that's it sounds really fucking simple. And it's because it is. So I'm going to give you a two part answer. So part number one is, guys, if you let them off the call without getting a financial commitment, they're not coming back, period everybody write this down. Urgency matters. Urgency fucking matters. If you let them off the call without getting a commitment, they're not coming back. Urgency fucking matters. And you need to respect your time. And so what I'll do is I'll be like, okay, cool. So I'm just going to send the link. Can you see that? So this is, this is the exact language. So once they say they're actually, I need to answer part two of this. So urgency matters is part one. Don't let them off the fucking call. Part number two is the emotional commitment. And we'll talk about that in a second. So. They'll be like, yeah, I'm in, I'm super excited. I want to do the monthly. I'm like, okay, great. Um, just give me one minute. I need to, I'm going to grab you the link and then I'll text them a the link, which I already have pre-fucking loaded. Like before I go into my call, I already have the payment link in my notes, in my phone, before I even go into that call, Sam, then I'm like, okay, I just need to grab the link. Give me one second. It's already in my fucking notes because I'm planning to sell this person. And then when I'm on that call, I'm like, I just sent you a text. Can you see that? And they'll say yes. And this is the language. Okay, great. I'm gonna put you on hold for one minute. I'll get you to take care of that while I'm on the call. When I come back, I'm gonna walk you through the onboarding process, and we're gonna get you all set up. Is that cool? And they're gonna say yes, and you're gonna be like, great. And you just put them on hold, and you don't fucking ask, and you just wait. And if they're like, oh, I'm gonna do it later, I'd be like, it only takes about thirty seconds to get set up right now, and then I will onboard you later. Go ahead and take care of that right now, and I'll be right back, okay? And they'll be like, cool. And then you put them on hold, and you fucking leave for a minute, two minutes, and you just wait for your striped to load
1: make them fucking do it. They've been propo- They've been postponing and pushing it off and making excuses for too goddamn long.
0: So make them do it. I have a thing I call urgency tax. And so people, this is a side note, but um, because working with me one-on-one is, uh, it's an investment because I fucking respect my time. And so I have a thing called urgency tax where it's like, if people take too long to get back to me, I increase the price, but that's besides the point. Urgency fucking matters. Okay. Urgency matters. So that's part number one. Part number two is the emotional commitment. So let's say somebody buys Raul and they're like, I'm in, I'm excited. You need to make sure that they're emotionally committed. Like, dude, I absolutely love it. Like, what about this program stood out the most for you? Right. Or, and even also after they pay. So after they pay, just because you get the payment doesn't mean that they're emotionally committed. Mm. You need to talk those emotions with them on the phone. Yes. How are you feeling about this? Are you excited? Are you nervous? How are you feeling? They're going to be like, I'm nervous. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit scared. I'm not going to lie. And you're like, that's great. Like most of my best clients felt the exact same way. And I promise you, this is the start of your transformation. You ready to finally lose that 20 pounds? You feeling good about that? Yes. Okay. That's amazing. You need to talk through those emotions with them. So part number one is don't let them off the fucking call without collecting a payment. And part number two is make sure that they're emotionally bought in, not just financially committed. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally makes sense.
1: Also, I'm just going to keep it straight with you. And this is for all of you guys. You didn't close anybody unless they pay, period. All right. You can't celebrate the sale unless there is money in your fucking bank account. All right. This will allow you to become more aware of the individuals that you are actually closing. and also make sure that you are aware of the money that you're actually bringing in. Because a lot of you guys you'll end up doing is you will celebrate too early. You'll have a conversation, all right, schedule a payment to come out when they start on X day. And then they end up quitting. And you're like, well, what the fuck? Like you guys already committed. Well, no, they didn't. They didn't actually pay. There's no commitment unless there's money in your bank account. Also, don't let them pay later. You're paying right fucking now. You want to start in a week? Dope. The payment is to start and secure your spot for later.
0: I only yeah. have a couple of spots remaining. Price increase next week. This is to show me that you're serious. Even if they're like, I need to pay next week. you would be like, okay, great. Totally makes sense. Either way, I need to secure a $50 deposit. This shows me that you're serious and actually ready to take your fitness goals to the next level because my program is super limited and I only work with serious people.
5: Is that cool? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I guess I, I just had, um, we had scheduled the call because she was going to get paid um, later on. But yeah, the $50 deposit, I should have asked for that. That way they, we do on schedule it later on. That way she makes the payment right then and there.
0: Write this down. Nice guys don't close calls. Nice girls too. They don't. Nice guys don't close calls. Because you're on the fucking call, right? And you're like, oh, I really like this person. They're super nice. Me and them are going to be friends when they're my client. They ain't your fucking client yet. No. Not your client yet. They're not your homie. And they don't want to pay you. They want to go buy McDonald's. They want to keep fucking eating fast food. They'd rather spend their money on skip the dishes because skip the dishes equals they don't have to go to the fucking gym equals they don't have to track their fucking macros equals they don't have to weigh in every single week. They don't want to do it. That's why you got to get it. I get this is a fucking commitment. It's supposed to be motherfucker. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. So I'm going to send you the link right now. You're going to get registered and I'm going to change your fucking life. Okay, cool. I'll be right back. Hold. Boom. Make sense?
5: Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, I appreciate
0: that. Last thing I want everyone on this call, write this down. Respect my time. Respect my time. It took you 40 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes on that call, and you're going to walk away without a fucking deposit knowing that they ain't coming back. Man, you crazy. Don't let yourself do that.
2: No. Nope.
0: So even when it's uncomfortable, I want like maybe you put it like, respect my time and put it fucking on your laptop so that if they're like, I'm going to come back later, read respect my time and be like, totally makes sense. So I work with super serious people right now. So if you want to start later, that's cool. I will take a $50 deposit right now to show me that you're serious and to secure your spot in the program. Is that fair? And they're going to be like, yep. Yeah. And then you send them a link and you put them on hold.
1: You guys, I'm fucking savage. I don't even do that. If I had a full conversation with you and you're like, well, like, give me a couple of days to think about it. I'm like, you have till the end of the day to make a fucking decision or you will never work with me, period. Like, respect my fucking time. I'm not going to play that game. Guys, I don't need money. If you work with me. It's because it's a choice and I want to serve you come from it from a different perspective you guys have the goodies you guys are the coaches that can transform lives people need it make sense
0: boom
5: yeah makes sense
0: rock and roll king let's get it right. yeah thank you guys appreciate it
1: peace rock king
6: em. Pedro what's up dog sup how's it going you know hey me so I just, want, I just want to ask about my opening my opener question my opening like messages mm-hmm. I asked Brian a couple of weeks ago like two I guess he told he told me to track, and then I did. It was like just how's it going, pretty much. I didn't do anything I'm like hey how's it going or something like that. And then I asked Nick for uh like a feedback, and then he said for me to come from from like a place of value. So then I changed it and like so like one mistake I was doing as well like that I just realized today because I was sending out openers and I got like restricted from sending it because I sent too much. I just, just should send the open. Awesome. Ask me a direct question. All right. So, all right. So like out of 26 that I sent, I got two responded only two. And then one I scripted, um, and then another 12 that I sent, I got four responded, no one like got scripted, but then one of them responded to a CTA later on and today i'll only send 15 because i got restricted and one responded and i didn't dm script anyone mm. can i tell you the opener opener what was your opening line go ahead yeah i was i just say like what's going on cole good morning man super happy to connect with you here i'm a fitness coach so like if there's anything any specific type Pause. of i wouldn't answer you either all right. all right. like so. Th- what
1: I'm listening for are keywords that are going to turn me off, guys. I could show you my Twitter DMs right now. It is fucking atrocious. It is like brutally atrocious how aggressive fucking some of the people are on Twitter DMs. Um, when you send out a message and you're like, "Hey Cole," or "Hey Pedro," hope you're having a good day. Good morning. I'm a fitness coach, and if you have any questions, I'd love to be able to serve you in the future. If not, it's all good. Like, you're not only is that not an open-ended breakdown, but number two, like I didn't fucking ask you to DM me. So. You need to come at it from a different perspective and come at it from a place of building relationship, like Nick said, not just trying to cement yourself as the authority in the aspect of you are where they should ask questions. Make sense? I,
0: I have two things to say. So, number one, how many platforms are you on right now? Two. Which ones? Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. If okay, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok are three. Is easy to add. So, so you send out twenty-six, right? And let's say uh, you increase that it's twenty-six. We're going to times everything by three let's say you send out 78 messages a day okay how many how many people responded pedro oh 22 you said three so i'm gonna go three because that's what i heard the first time so three times three yeah it's yeah exactly nine and then let's say out of those nine people that you script to and book one call a day like your numbers are good you're just not there's not enough volume all right do you understand what i'm saying yeah out of 26 it's like of course, you only you didn't book any calls out of 26 people. There's no fucking way you're going to book 26. There's no no way you're going to book calls if you're only DMing 26 people. That's number one. Number mm-hmm. two, it's really fucking easy to take the exact same content that you're posting on Instagram, post it on TikTok, and then take that same content and post it on Facebook. Super simple. So that's number one. Are you on Instagram threads? Yeah. Okay. So that's three platforms. Instagram threads, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. That's four. You can literally uh-huh. like start conversations on all those platforms. I'm also going to answer your question directly. And then because you asked for an opener, I would just say something along the lines of this, and this can be used, utilized. And like, you can reword this for like followers and I would send this as two messages, message one and message two. That's way better. Thanks for engaging on my content. Are you on a fitness journey or are you just enjoying the content? Here's an opener that you can use. Bro, so first things first, there's not nearly enough volume for you to be able to see the amount of results that you want to see. So that's number one. Number two. How many times are you posting per day right
6: now? Um, once.
0: Okay, that's like I would be focusing more of my energy on creating super valuable content because the amount of DMs that I have to send out right now in the Real Brian Mark are like non-existent because my content's so good that people are flooding to me. Yeah. Right. So when mm-hmm. you create valuable content that people fuck with, that are they're like, damn, like this Bray chick, like she gets me. It's Melissa Melissa girl gets me. You don't have to send out as many DMs because people like flock to you. So there's two ways to approach social media. Number one is to be the bee and go out and sting a bunch of people. Number one is to create like a honeypot and be like, look at all this value that I have motherfuckers and then when people Mm -hmm. engage your content, you send them a message, they're going to be a lot more responsive because they've already gotten so much value from you. My question for you is if I went to your social media and I spent 30 minutes consuming all of your content, would I learn enough information for me to be able to lose weight without hiring you?
6: Yeah. You think so? Um,
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's good. So do that more then. That makes mm-hmm. me happy to answer that. Do that more. So number mm-hmm. one, there's not nearly enough volume. Number two, the question that you asked is, is, can you guys give me an opener? Just wanted, to, hey, Pedro, just wanted to reach out and say thanks for the follower. Thanks for engaging with my content or thanks for all the support on my social media. Message one. Message two would be, are you on a or journey, question mark, or are you just, are you just enjoying the content?
6: Uh, and like, if I just added them on Facebook, for example, and they didn't engage at all. I'm going to flip the question back to you. Take that opener and reword it. What would you say? Hey man, I appreciate you adding me back. Are you on a fitness journey or? It don't exactly. Okay. Cool. Um, another question I had when you mentioned like threads, should I post like videos or just text? What do you think? Text. Both. Okay. And also like no, one no, thing. No, 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 bro, come just, on. Just, come just on. one thing. So like when it comes to TikTok,
0: um, I I post before and like it hits in Brazil. I don't know why. All but, right. Like one sec, I'm gonna draw a boundary. So number one we answered both of your questions. Number two, we've got a line here. And I did say no, kept asking the question. So I'm going to draw a boundary and I'm going to say, go take action.
7: Clear? All right. David, what's up? What is up? Hello, guys. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, G? So I have a question, then I'm going to give you the context. Mm. So I want to charge as much as I possibly can for my clients. Okay. I don't know how much that is. Like, So the context is... Most of my clients are over 50 CEOs, business owners, and they have a lot of money. I never get price objections, but I don't know if I should be offering more than the standard, you know, weekly check-ins, you know, the Loom video, like what else should I be offering for charging like a huge amount of money? And I, don't, I don't know what that huge amount of money is, but I, I want to work with less people and make more money per person. That's a great question. I love that.
0: So you get no objections, and your avatar is fifty plus men. How many clients do you have right now? Twelve. Twelve. How much are you charging
7: for a sixteen week program? Sixteen hundred or five hundred a month.
0: Okay. So first things first is I think that I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna ramble my thoughts, and then I'll and then I'll explain. So Cole Taylor is in the group, and if you you look him up, Cole Taylor, he'll respond to your messages for sure. And what he does is he does like an elite level service for CEOs, and I think it's like five to ten grand or something like that. And then he'll like help them find a meal prep service. You'll help them find their gym. You'll help them do all that stuff. So if you wanted to go more comprehensive, you could create like a $5,000 package for a 16 week program. And then you would like help them find like a local meal prep in their area. So they don't have to worry about prep. You'd help them find a gym in their area. And then maybe you offer some sort of like 15 minute consult on a weekly basis. So that's an option. Another option, David, and this is like an easier option to get like a similar result is you could just increase your prices, dude. Like If people aren't my rule is that if I pitch my program and over 75% of the people say yes to it, then I increase my price because the market's telling you that the price that you're offering is significantly more valuable than like the price that you're offering is super affordable. And the market's like, Holy crap, I can't believe it's this cheap. If everybody's saying yes, does that make sense? Yeah. So I, if I were you, I would increase it. I would say it's 2k for 16 weeks or it's, I wouldn't even do a monthly option. You could do 2k for 16 weeks, or you could do a split payment option of two payments of 1250. Like if the, if this, if that's the demographic that you're going after, it's likely that they're not, like, they're not really going to be interested in doing a monthly, like, or 2k for 16 weeks, or you could do 600 a month. What do you think, Cole?
1: I want to know how much you're charging
0: first. 500 a month or 1600 for 16 weeks.
1: That's how much you're charging right now, David? I think that's fine. Six hundred dollars a month would be fine to go. Like when you say you want to charge more in your mind, because you're like, I have no idea what I want to charge. I have no idea what I want to offer. You have some idea what you want to charge, or else you wouldn't have had this fucking thought pop in your mind. So, what would you like to be charging for your service?
7: Well, when I saw Cole's post about ten grand for a year, it's like holy fuck. Like I know I'm not <laughs> that qualified to, you know, demand that kind of income. But if I could get like five thousand or six thousand, actually, the my ideal Whoa. is seventy five hundred for a year. Guys, this is like you guys don't understand how business works.
1: You could charge whatever the fuck you want, as long as you believe in your value. Like ten grand for the year is eight hundred and thirty three dollars a month. Let's be real. There is a fucking shit ton of people that can afford that in the world.
0: Yeah, a lot. I want to. Can I? I want to jump in with my perspective. Yep. I'm on the same exact same wave as Cole, guys. David. If you're working with a CEO that's making fucking $10 million a year and you tell him that your program is $1,600 for 16 weeks, and he, like, if he's not, like, he could literally wipe his ass with $1,600 and not care. So he's not going to be invested. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so you need to change the lens that you're viewing your business through and understand that if you're working with high level business owners that are making a ton of money, like, the goal is to get them to actually want to do the program. And if it's not enough of an investment where they're like, here's an example. So Bedros cost me and Cole $100,000 USD for the year, $100,000 USD for the year. That was like when me and Cole paid that money, like we're making good money. But like when we gave Bedros $100,000, you bet your ass we were fucking paying attention. What he had to say. You bet your ass we were taking massive action. I'm not going to set my money on fire. No, thank you. You say jump. I say how high. And so I want to. Like a CEO, I, somebody just commented this, and I love this. The CEO wants the best service, not a cheap service. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? And so yeah. what I would do is I would take a look at your offer, and I would ask yourself, David, how can I make this so fucking good that a CEO would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I get all of this value for only $7,500 for the year. Like, this is crazy. And you don't have to, like, it, it's not like you have to do, like, some – Big elaborate plan where you have to, like, you know, do a one on one call once a week. Cause it's like, change the lens that you see this through, David, because this isn't about you giving more of your time, because that would be an employee mindset. This is about getting a better result and a better outcome for the client. Yes. yes. Right. How can you get a better outcome for the client? So maybe part of the year long program, and I'm just going to spit all some ideas that are coming to my head right now. Maybe part of the year-long program is like every 16 weeks, you jump on a call to review the previous 16 weeks progress to make sure that the next phase is set up properly, Mm, right? right. Maybe once they complete the actual year, you guys get together for a workout in X location and then he gets to come to your next event for free or something Mm, like that. Maybe the $7,500 for the year includes an event ticket. What event? The fucking one that we're going to create randomly because we just decided we were going to do one, right? You get what I'm saying? So So it's like like- Change the lens that you view your business through. You are more than qualified. And it's not about qualifications. It's about understanding who you're dealing with.
1: Yeah, right? write like, this down, David and everybody else, All right, What you offer isn't the value. Your knowledge is the value because this is a big misconception. and something that you guys fuck up on a continual basis. You want to start charging more for your program. And the next thing you know, there's 17 new things added to it because you're like, well, I need to justify my prices. Absolutely not. You don't. Your knowledge is the value. You're paying me for the fucking years that I've been grinding this out, not for the extra check-in that you want or unlimited texting for me. No, too bad. You don't get that access to me. You get access to my brain, all right? And my brain doesn't need 17 hours a week in order to help you get the results. It needs 30 minutes of uninterrupted time and you listening to the fucking words coming out of my mouth. Your knowledge is the value, not random things that you offer. So you can charge whatever the fuck you want.
7: I was thinking about offering a genetic test, like to figure out whatever these genetic tests offer or a blood test, I mean, they don't cost that much 250 to 500 to build it into my program. Obviously they would be paying for it to make it more attractive. Like, is that cool? I I like that. I love that idea.
1: Yep. I love that. idea. Then you can do a call and dissect it with them to make them understand it more. Um, And then you're teaching, not just telling, which is very cool. And also it doesn't take a lot of skin off your back.
7: I'm also Sorry. working with a nutritionist that I've hired. So I'm I'm not at that level that I can look at somebody's blood panel and say, fuck, you need this, this, and this. So I hired somebody to look at it and they're giving me the advice. There we go. Okay. You got it. So now, bro, I'm
0: going to, I'm going to challenge you. I literally want you to fucking, I want you to pitch this on your next fucking call. I'm not even joking. And right. I want you to do it with confidence. So here's the frame. Okay. Cause you're working with high level business owners. It's like, you know, at uh, 50 plus, I'm not that type of, you know, cookie cutter, cheap online coach. It's going to give you a training and nutrition program and tell you to piss off. I'm actually going to change your life. And so here's what my program looks like. And here's what I offer. It's called the year long transformation program, because obviously, you know, at 50 years old, me and you both know that this isn't a 16 week commitment. This is a, you know, we need to make some lifestyle changes. So this is what it's going to look like. X, Y, Z training, nutrition, accountability. And you know, if you were to hire an in-person trainer for 12 months, it would cost you about $15,000. But my online training, nutrition, accountability with genetic testing is 7500 Or you can do a split payment of 4 k now and 4 k in 30 days. What works better for you?
7: Mm, I like I'm like sound vibrating that. right now. You can't see it, but I am. I like that sound, great, bro. Huh? It's
0: time. Go take action.
7: Let's get it. Love it. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome, bro.
1: Trusting your guys' is worth the knowledge. All right? Like, give yourselves credit. You guys have done great fucking things so far. Like, allow yourself to just charge what the fuck you want to charge.
0: I shake facts. Hello, Christine Kelts.
8: Hello. How are you Where, guys? Where's
0: your, where's your babies?
8: You know what? She's under the table in the kitchen. I was going to
0: say, usually she's, she's on her the best call. Way. How can we serve I you know, her? I know.
8: She was, but she's so busy. So yeah, I, I just wanted to come on here and just, I guess, kind of run you guys through my thought process. And this might seem backwards, but let's let's just hash it out here. I made the decision to go back to work part-time and for a few different reasons for a plethora of reasons one because i feel like i can't trust myself to just get the work done so because i've been having like very inconsistent obviously money and i'm in a very scarce money mindset so i feel like i'm constantly thinking about the money which is not what i need to do i need to think about the impact so my thought process was if i went back part-time, I had that consistent money come in, then that would relieve, obviously, I guess that's not completely fixing my mindset on it, but then it would at least, you know, leave that stress of me not having money. Now, in addition to this, and without me going into detail, because it's not really, I'm trying not to cry, because you guys know Mm I'm a baby. I just kind of received some news. Wow, I'm going to cry. I'm trying not to. Yeah, just,
9: oh gosh, I can't even handle it basically I just I'm in a position where like I have to make the money because there's something going on with my spouse's health and yeah I just yeah I don't know I guess I just wanted to come on here like I don't feel this is not me quitting but I feel like for me it was like it wasn't like I started working and I got to a place where I was comfortable and I quit my job it was like I started working while I was off with a baby and then I tried to force myself into something that I don't think I was ready for, if that makes sense. Mm. Like, I I remember hearing in the past when you guys have talked on podcasts that, like, you know, you guys wouldn't just push everyone to quit their job unless, like, you thought that they were fucking ready for it, you know what I mean? Whereas, like, I think I've just, what I've learned over the last year is that I'm just, I'm not ready for it, and yeah, so anyways, that's what I wanted to talk about, because yeah I've just I've been struggling with being consistent even though you guys I have like a million reasons why I should like I have a million reasons why I can fucking do this and that I have to do it but I'm just not yeah I'm just I'm not doing it so I thought that if you know if I went back part-time that would relieve some stress in that regard and some stress off of my spouse and then it just will you know force me to do the best with the amount of time that I have because I feel like. When I have all this time, yes, I have a baby to watch. and
1: I'm going to cut you off like, because okay. you're, you're going to Thank continue <laughs> and you're going to go through it. And okay. I want to level with you for a minute because there's two different things that I want to say here. Okay. Number one, and like I might have a different mindset than a lot of other people here. I think what you did was incredibly responsible. All right, I disagree that a lot of you guys should quit your job instantly and just go full-time online because even though I've got love for all y'all and a lot of people listening on the audio only the replay, I'm gonna keep it fucking straight with you. A lot of you guys are incredibly irresponsible and you don't understand what it's like to run a business or anything else. So like running a side business while you're running your online business is not a fucking bad thing. Look at Natasha. She didn't quit her job until she was making $20,000 a month but none of you guys knew that because she didn't care about expressing it. She just worked on the fucking weekend and grinded out her business then but worked all week. So I think looking at your financial situation, the fact that you have a kid and the fact that your partner needs you was an important thing. I'm just going to mute you for a minute because there's a little bit of an echo. All right. I think that right there is the responsible move. All right. Definitely the responsible move because your family fucking needs it. Now, the other perspective is, and this is where like you're going to have to face reality a little bit and then I'm going to let Brian go, is just getting the job isn't going to relieve the stress and allow you the time to work on your business. Because right now you have a conflict in core values and what actually matters to you. Because let's be real, if you had nothing drawing you down, all right, nothing at all, and you still weren't fucking working on it, that's because right now you have a conflict in core values when it comes down to integrity, responsibility, and actual punctuality to the goal that you need to achieve. So what you need to do is you need to align and ask yourself, like, why the fuck am I not putting the work in when I have the time in the first place? Why am I neglecting to put the work in when I have four or five hours? Why am I watching TV instead of sitting down at my computer? Is it because I'm afraid of the potential that I have? Is it because if I actually took action, then that means all the pain that I was currently experiencing would be a byproduct of my own fucking actions? Because this is what a lot of you guys do—you self-sabotage. Because if you actually took action and achieved your goal, you would have to face reality to the fact that the pain that you've experienced for years is a byproduct of your inaction in the past. Does that make sense? I meet yourself, Christine, for a
0: second. Go Just ahead, give Christine. Me, what is your? What's the high, most amount of money you've ever made a month. Just give me a short answer. Just let me know as an online coach. I can't. I can't hear you. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, Fifty-seven hundred. Okay. Now meet yourself. Um. Give me, because you're cutting out. Do I have your permission to go off for a second? Do I have your permission to go off? Yay or nay? You're in a sensitive spot right now. So I don't want to go off if you're not not ready. Okay. You have what the fuck it takes, dude. What the fuck? What do you mean? Okay. I'm going to fucking go off. Okay. So $5,700. So $5,700. So let's say you work 40 hours a week. That's 160 hours a month. You need to be making $35 an hour every single day. And that's that's with taxes, by the way. So can you just type in the chat box? Did you get a job that pays you $45, $50 an hour? Yes or no? Simple answer. You have what the fuck it takes. Guys, I'm going to go in for a second because I want you guys to understand something, okay? You are coming against your own fucking mind. This mm-hmm. is a battle between you and your mind and you're in a fucking fight. And the fight lasts for the rest of your fucking life. And every single day, you're coming up against this battle in your fucking mind, and you get to make the decision. Do you want to bow down or do you want to fight? Mm. Guys, this is never ending. Mm. I talked, I, me and Matt Boutali went, I fucking went in to Matt Boutali. I'm glad he's here. This is about a year ago. This is the same fucking conversation I had with Matt. This is a never ending fight, you guys. You're in the fucking fight of your life. That's what you guys don't understand. This shit never ends. All of us deal with demons. All of us, me too, every fucking day. My entire prep, every single day, I was like, I want to fucking quit. 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 And then finally, I got to a point where like, I'm fucking going to win the show. It took me a long fucking time for me to get into that. But you got to understand, Christine, like this fight is never going to end. And there are two options. Option number one is you choose to fucking rise up and you choose to fight your demons and you choose to understand that you're literally working against your own fucking mind and you need to work Harder to get your mind on your side before you work on your business or option number two is you fold and you go back to your fucking nine to five life, which I'm assuming you're here and you don't want to fucking do that, which is why you're bringing this up to us and asking our opinion. And here's my opinion is understanding that like life is going to happen to all of us. Every single person on this call is going to experience a massive fucking adversity at some point in your life. And if it hasn't happened yet, it's going to. Yep. Okay. So buckle the fuck up. And so you need to be harder on yourself every single day, making sure that you're on top of your mindset, making sure that you're on top of your fitness goals, making sure that you're waking up fucking early every single day so that when life tests you, you're ready for that test. Guys, I work on my mindset more than I work on my business. And that's just a fucking fact. Every single fucking day. Christine, life is fucking hard. I get it. But you need to make the decision that you're not going to be, you're not going to let life hold you back from your own success. You've made $5,700 fucking dollars in a month as an online fitness coach. You will not find a job that pays you $5,700 take home part time. It's not going to fucking happen. So you either make the decision that you're going to start fighting that fucking battle, that demon, that fucking scarcity mindset, or you find alternatives to get you away from the battle that you have to face. That job isn't going to fix the scarcity. It's not. Maybe you were hoping that it was going to, but it's not. That's why I broke that down. The only thing that's going to fix the scarcity is the fucking relentless work ethic, Mm -hmm. is understanding that like you have the fucking power to change your own life, to not only make $5,700 a month, but to make $10,000 every single month. But you have to see yourself like that, Christine. You literally have to look at yourself in the mirror and understand that you are fucking capable of doing that. And until you see it, you'll never do it. And I get that it's fucking hard. I understand. Because your whole fucking life, you've been lying to yourself and you're telling yourself that you're not capable of it. But you need to start telling yourself a different story. I am fucking capable. I am fucking worthy. I do deserve this shit. I am unstoppable. I am a force of nature. You need to change up your language. Change up the way you see yourself. Change your perception. You are not a fucking nine to five employee, Christine. You're not. Period. End of story. I know who the fuck you are. Okay, I'm done.
1: Listen, at the end of the day, the mindset work is the fucking solution to all of your guys' problems. So I said, again, I'm not going to lie, and I'm not going to back down from it. I think it was responsible, all right? You have a kid, all right? There's a lot of you guys that make fucking very irresponsible goddamn moves, and a lot of you guys don't understand what you need to do. I think it was a smart move. Would I have done it? No. But that's just because I have something deep in me that for uses to go back and be told what to do by anybody, all right? I also understood what my fucking demons are and my insecurities were. What it sounds like you are not doing is that work, like Brian said. Because getting the job isn't going to solve your stress like I was breaking down. It's going to be doing the fucking mind work because you feel this way due to your inaction on working on your mind.
0: I'm fucking jumping in for a second because I saw you roll your eyes like this when he said you're not doing the work. You're fucking not, okay? Because if you were, you'd be screaming affirmations every day. I'm the fucking one! every day you'd be running around your fucking house waking up your fucking kid convincing yourself that you're fucking unstoppable if you were doing the work so don't roll your fucking eyes at Cole because i saw that all
9: right
0: (laughs) you ain't doing the work you might be fucking journaling but clearly it's not working so you need to change it up get yourself in the right fucking state go back and listen to some rise episodes you ain't doing the work that you think you're doing you're doing a morning ritual but it's not fucking working yeah you are capable of success, Christine. You gotta type
1: doing. into the chat. Your fucking audio broke out. You either gotta go on Wi-Fi or go on data. So
0: sorry. that's the
1: universe telling you not to fucking say anything else and to do the work that we just broke down. That's just what I'm saying. Typing. That, the...
0: that was her agreeing. She's like, "That was me agreeing. I wasn't eye rolling." Okay, good.
1: Yeah, your internet's <laughs> cut out. Your audio all fucked up, which is kind of unfortunate, but still. Yeah, I also gonna touch on that for a minute because Bray said something that I feel like all of you guys need to read on. All right, journaling doesn't work for everybody. I'm going to give you two sides of that coin. All right. Journaling doesn't work for everybody. All right. Now I'm not the fucking hippy dippy energy universe individual like Brian is, but I will still meditate and journal, even though it's something that I don't love doing because it allows me to express my fucking feelings in a way that is safe and allows me to get the shit out that is in my head. A lot of you guys have these fucking self-limiting beliefs that you just spew to the fucking universe on a continual basis and it holds you back from reaching anything that you fucking want and then what do you do nothing you just sit in it and you allow it to stir and grow and mutate where i literally will write it down and then after writing down all the negativity all the fucking self-doubts all the self-limiting beliefs and more i switch it up and i'm like that ain't who the fuck we are bro and then I'll write down all the positive shit that's in my head and who the fuck I know I am, all right? Journaling doesn't work for everybody. Meditation doesn't work for everybody, but it does, all right? And that's where I'm going to argue with Bray for a minute, okay? Work yeah, on I'm your fucking do- mind. If you guys aren't working on your mindset, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. It's like the same thing as not doing talking videos where I lost my mind on content on it yesterday. I, I can't express it enough. I we All the lead generation tools you guys need to make money are in the academy right now. If you're just looking for lead gen tricks, fuck off. Go to the group. Let's be fucking real. All the content tips you guys need are in the group. I do two and a half hours of content on every single week. All the tools are there. We have 300 people over $10,000 a month. If you ain't one of them,
0: go look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what am I doing wrong? Right? Yep. I want to say one more thing, Christine. Can you lower her hand? Let's, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> this is for you though, Christine. Christine, listen. I know that you got somebody that has a health problem in your life right now. All right. And I know that that probably must fucking hurt. And I'm going to tell you, when my grandma took me in, and I was a fucking drug addict, and I was literally a fucking nobody, and everyone in my life had abandoned me, and everyone in my life had left me, and she was living in a fucking trailer park, she was working a nine-to-five, and I was supposed to be, I'm supposed to be taking care of her, and I'm a fucking drug addict, I literally looked at her in the eyes, and I made a commitment to myself that I was going to be the person that took care of her. I'm sharing that with you because you might not be able to believe that you're going to be able to do it for yourself because you might not have that level of self-belief. But I do believe that you love your spouse enough to make that commitment for him. So realize that you're fucking capable. Realize that you're fucking powerful and make the decision that you're going to be the person that fucking owns this shit. Love you.
10: Mike, what's up? What's going on, guys? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. So the last time I came on with Cole last week, I mentioned that like my wife and I are expecting a baby in December, not making enough money. And I was had the mindset that I had to go find another job. So I went to both my trades. I had interviews and legit, I was walking around the shop thinking like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I, I can't do this. And it proved to me how much I have to fucking grind in this fuck online coaching business to make money. And I had both job offers and I turned both of them down. And I told the wife, like, I keep telling the wife, we're not going back. Mm. I'm still like, I got laid off my job. I'm still fucking unemployment here and there. But now, like, my business is making more money. Eventually, it's going to be cut off. So, in the last two weeks, I messaging everybody. I'm starting a morning minds. I'm starting a morning routine. I'm getting my mindset a lot better than it was. I made about thirty two hundred so far this month, and that's the highest I've ever made. Bro, so why did I'm you not starting- lead with that? Sorry, keep going. Oh, there's a like, obviously, there's a story, right? So like, realize <laughs> I have to fucking put in the work to see money. And like, I do not want to go back to fucking the 2 and diet trade or the carpentry. So my question is for you, Cole, I'm trying to get better content, but my lighting in my gym is shit. There might be an odd spot that's decent lighting, but is there a way that I can make my phone have better lighting? Don't worry about the lighting, just film anyways. Okay. Right now, the
1: way that we got to look at it is we got to do with what we have. IE, you can do home workouts. You can do outdoor workouts. You could do walking, talking head content. All right. If you want to make it more quote unquote fitnessy, even though it sounds stupid, wear a tank top and go for a walk outside. It will make you look more like a gym bro than just a fucking regular t-shirt or like a polo. Don't fucking wear those guys. It's just about playing around with it. Also, just like Matt said in the comments, bring a tripod, bro, with a ring light. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Like go get a tripod with a ring light, even though it might seem super weird, who gives a fuck because the people who judge you in that gym are going to be broke while you're making mad money online. <laughs> you guys, I'm not even joking. This I, is know, the I know. That I thought about there's a, uh, there's yeah. a video culture on Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok, and it's called influencers in the wild. Has anybody seen this? No. All right. And people, what they do is they record influencers doing things on TikTok and stuff. And the people look stupid as shit. Like, let's be real. The influencers look like dumb asses because they're dancing and no music and they're doing whatever. And every single time I see that, the only thing I think about is like, how sad is that bus driver like making fun of a TikToker who's making more money than that bus driver will ever see in their entire fucking life because they danced on TikTok while well, they drove a fucking bus.
0: I feel that in my soul. That's how I feel whenever somebody comments negative shit on my videos. I'm like, you broke motherfucker. Right?
1: so. So like the way I look at it is I don't give a fuck who thinks or what people think of me. I'm going to find the best solution. So first solution is you don't have a ring light right now that you can take to the gym and be able to run off no power. So start taking messy action. and Just start cranking up fucking content. Who gives a shit? Get it done. All right. Secondly, order a ring light that's like 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 30 bucks on fucking Amazon. All right. You can even get ones that are phone adapted ring lights. Guys, they're only this big. They slide right under the top of your phone so your camera can still see through it. And then you can literally just have a tripod. So you don't need to have like a plug in big ring light that you guys usually have in your office. You can bring that wherever you fucking go and it'll light up everything perfectly fine.
0: Okay, perfect. There we go. I nice. also have nothing to say about the ring lights. What I do want to say is you're a fucking gangster. Yeah. And if you multiply this work ethic times three hundred sixty five days, you're going to be at ten thousand dollars a month. I promise you that. All right, man. And fuck going back. That's how I feel about That's that. it. Yep. My man. I'm just letting you know as well. I will have a nicer beard than you one day. So have a good day. <laughs> Bye. <Bye-bye>. All right. <laughs> oh shit. All
4: right. I love it. Katrina, what's
11: up? Hi everyone. I just wanted to start by saying thank you to Brian and Cole. You guys have really changed the game for me and I really appreciate it. I have two two questions today. It's my first time raising my hand in pod chats. So question number one, I wrote them down so I don't go off topic. So I started off like when I joined the academy, I was already doing online training, but I was working with all of my clients through Zoom. I'm not sure if any of you guys have done that before? But I was doing one-on-one sessions with clients on Zoom, and I had started doing that during COVID, and then I just continued until I started in the academy. So I I closed my last five sales calls, and so now they're all on my new training style, which you guys taught me through Trainer Eyes, which is great. But I still have my other all my other clients doing sessions with me through Zoom, and so. I want to slowly start to transfer them over to my new training style, but I don't want it to be too much of a shock for them. And I don't want them to feel like they're losing anything. I want to like position it in a way where they're gaining something. So I just wanted to see what your guys advice would be to like slowly get them over to my new style.
1: Pause. I know Brian's going to have a lot to say with this, but I just want to say something you coming at it with that mindset right away is a very, very, very mature and calculated way to look at business and your clients. So I'm proud of you. Being like, I want to transition them in a good way, but I don't want to take anything away. And I want to make sure that there's a massive value add. I'm loving all the language you're using right now. It makes me very happy, right, B? I was gonna
0: ask, I'm like, did you hear that on a podcast? Probably. I mean, I've been listening to the podcast for a long time. I'm like, like, that literally is something that I teach in the mastermind. Yeah, that sounds fucking great. I was like, hell yeah, I'm loving everything I'm hearing right now. There we go. So everyone write this down. Whenever you make a change in your program, it needs to be positioned as a value add and not a value subtract. Everybody write that down. Whenever you make a change in your program, it needs to be positioned as a value add, not a value subtract. And so Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an answer. Just give me some quick answers, Katrina. Is How many clients do you have right now on the Zoom workouts? Six. How much are they paying
11: they're all different because some of them train more times a week than others but average is like probably 400 a month
0: okay and then so they're paying 400 a month and then you actually work out with them on zoom for an hour once a once a week is that how it works
11: yeah well it depends some of them are like one some of them are three so that's why the price varies for
0: them okay so here's how i would change here's how i would position it and here's how i would switch it up is are you doing the nutrition as well or no
11: not much, just a little bit, like more so guidance, not anything super dialed in.
0: Okay. And are you doing check-ins with them?
11: Yeah. Well, when we do one-on-one sessions, we're doing check-ins every every time I see them. So
0: yeah. here's how I would position it. I would just say something like this. You can, you can listen to this in the podcast. I would send out a message and I'd be like, Hey Katrina, what's going on? Hope you're having the best day ever. So listen, I wanted to change up the training style a little bit because I care about you and your success and I want to get you better results. And obviously working with you one-on-one on Zoom has been awesome, but I really do think that for us to get to the next level in your physique goals, that I need to start focusing on your nutrition and we need to start doing weekly check-ins. And so moving forward, what I want to do is I actually still want to do a group Zoom session once a week at X time. And I also want to start doing your training plan, your nutrition plan, and your accountability. And right now you're paying X dollars per month. So I'll keep it at X dollars per month and I'll get one group Zoom session per week. And I'm also going to do your training, your nutrition, and your accountability. How does that all sound? Mm. So take okay, all the so. Individual sessions and make maybe you do two, maybe you do one in the morning, one in the evening on Friday, so that people in the morning can come and people in the evening can come, and that can also be a value add that you do for your clients. And then you host a group class instead of a one-on-one, which honestly is going to be better for them anyways because they get to meet other people online. And I'm sure after an hour on Zoom, you just talking to them through a Zoom workout gets kind of boring. So I, you like more input as well.
11: I do group workouts as well. Like I do, I run two group fitness classes a week. And so most of those one-on-one clients I got came from, they started as group clients and then they wanted one-on-one attention. So then they signed up for one-on-one. So they kind of wanted to move away from group and get like more time one-on-one with me. So I don't know how, like, then I feel like I'd be sending them back to the group, you know? So
0: sending them back, but they're not doing their, your training nutrition. So then what I would say is I would just be straight up and be like, I'm not offering one-on-one Zoom classes anymore because- I want to focus more on the nutrition and the training and the accountability and the check-ins. And I want to start tracking your progress on a week to week basis. So what I want to do is introduce this new online thing to you. So then if that's the case, if they were doing group, you put them to one-on-one, I would just take the one-on-one away and I would just be honest with it. And then I would also be like, because I'm giving you all of these things. So it's like a minor takeaway. And then you're also giving them all these things. At the end of the day, you're not going to please anybody, no matter what you do, when you change your program, like there's going to be one person that gets pissed off, but Do you want to keep doing one-on-one hour-long calls with all your clients?
11: No, definitely not.
0: Multiple times per week. So understanding that like, that's the most important thing is that we get you out of the thing that you no longer like doing and then doing our very best to make sure the transition is smooth as possible while understanding that you're not going to please everybody.
3: Yeah.
11: Okay. So even for the ones who are training three times a week, would you, you wouldn't recommend just putting it down to like one time a week and then putting their other workouts in through the app? and like slowly transition them into that, you would just cut it right it away.
0: Generally. One sec. How much money did you make from your five sales calls?
11: 5,000.
0: 5,000. Okay, cool. How much money mm-hmm. do you make for a one-on-one with your clients for one hour?
11: $75.
0: $5,000 or
11: $75? Yeah, definitely. I, I prefer <laughs> that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. So that's why, right? It's <laughs> like the answer is immediately and that's why. Yes.
11: Okay. Okay. Perfect. So I guess I'll have to do that because I have some renewals coming up. So I need to tell them before we go into the renewals.
0: When you go so into I'll the renewal, this is, I would pitch this as the next step.
1: Yeah. This is the next <laughs> renewal. Like
0: the next like, thing. Listen, like you did amazing in the one on one calls, but like if you want to be fit for the rest of your life, then you can't have somebody staring at your workouts every fucking time you go to the gym. Like I am fit because I go to the gym on my own time. And before you go off on your own, we need to create a middle ground. And the middle ground is this new offer that I have. That's incredible. You get training, nutrition, accountability, et cetera. It's the next step.
11: And so for the clients who are paying like for the monthly, their monthly rate is like $600. Would you say to keep it at that? Not lower it? Because what I'm charging for like my new style of training is $300 a month for now. Should I keep them at $600? Because I don't want to like lower it. But I also don't know if I should be charging $600 a month for that when others are paying $300.
0: Mm. So this is my opinion is I think you should lower it if you're going to take away three of the sessions. In my opinion, I would do it. And I would also, I would just go for a paid in full. So maybe if they're paying $600 a month, if you go for a year paid in full, they they would probably pay for a year in full, right? So Mm -hmm. like $3,500 for the year. They're probably going to go for that if they're paying $600 a month because they get a discount and they get to fucking work with you for an entire year, they're probably going to go for that. So they're paying $600 a month. I would still charge them $300 a month, but I would just try to get that all up front. Okay. I'm just going to also give
1: a different perspective shift. If you're charging $600 a month and the only thing that you're fucking giving is the Zoom class workouts, but then the program where they get everything, check-ins, nutrition, training, app, and more, you're only charging $300 a month. That makes no fucking sense. I would just keep charging what you're charging because you've already been pitching that amount and you're already giving way way more value but that's just my perspective just
0: saying right also it's 11 11 everyone make a wish cool question. happy
11: 11 11 okay question number two so i was on a content audit with cole last week or three weeks ago i'm not Mm. sure and i was listening to what you were saying to other people cole and it was like look at your content see which ones are performing the best which ones are getting the most views engagement mm-hmm. etc so i went through my page and the ones that were getting the most views and engagement were the bikini reels that i was posting so and my my client my avatar are women so i had a few questions about that i was i was feeling like maybe majority of the engagement was coming from men so is that actually what i want to continue doing or pushing. And then also I did make a few new ones since that conversation or since like I kind of reviewed that on my page and and I looked through my insights and I saw that they were doing the best. So I made a few more and all of them since have gotten me, my account banned or what do you call it? Like flagged. And so then none of my content gets pushed out to non-followers until I have to send in a review for the flag on my account and even that takes like days for them to review it and sometimes they don't let like they don't take off the the ban for my account. Mm-hmm. So
1: So that's like I don't know if this That's a lot to dive into, but I'm just going to fly through it right quickly. First off, you said I feel like it's a lot of guys. Is it a lot of guys engaging with that content? Yes or no? Because that's very easy to understand based off of the analytics of the content itself and who's commenting.
11: The comments are a lot of women, but the views and like people are sending, you know how you can see how many people are the sending? fuck about the sending.
1: If it's a lot of comments of women, who's your avatar? Mm-hmm. And like, we could see the individuals are like engaging with the content. Like the the shares is cool, but you're just assuming that it's fucking guys sharing it. hmm so like you're making an assumption based off of information you don't know. So I want you to get that out of your mind instantly. Unless you could physically see that it's the wrong avatar engaging with the content itself, then assuming doesn't do anything for you. Does that make sense?
11: Yeah, well, my percentage of like male followers versus female is like very high with men, male versus female. And so I'm really trying to change that. Like my female following is only 29%.
1: Makes sense. So you want to help females do what to control their bodies feel more confident etc
11: yeah get to it okay. without getting both so
1: pull a page out of kirsten's book all right brian's wife and talk about shit that men don't want to hear i.e periods i.e feelings i.e emotions i.e shit that actually fucking matters because i guarantee when you start doing that shit, a lot of your followers will go more women than men because men don't want to hear about it i know because curse <laughs> did it and then her fucking profile did a 180 she literally was like Unless you want to fucking hear about my period in my actual life, get the fuck out of here. She's literally started doing videos like that for like a month. I know Brian remembers that. I remember that it was fucking hilarious. And then now her account's like flooded with the woman's empowerment. But she's also sharing videos now sharing her true opinion about women's empowerment. So that's step number one is start speaking about deeper issues, not just bikini style workouts. And then number two, like if you gotten flagged and it's actually gotten flagged, i.e. you need to submit reports then you need to be aware of what's happening and switch it up because there's literally nothing I can do about that. There's nothing you can do about that. How do I know that? Because I've gotten like six community guideline violations in the last two months where my account is completely crashed on Instagram, but that's because I'm talking about like in-depth, in-depth subjects that not a lot of people want to hear. Make sense?
11: And when you send in the report, do they allow it to be pushed again or? I don't
1: even get the chance to send a report. I just get flagged and banned where it's like, this content is 100% deleted. You now have three community guideline violations. So like, this is the thing. If it's gotten flagged, you need to audit what it's been flagged for, okay? And then you need to ask yourself, is it worth trying to fight with Instagram in order to put this content back up? Because if this content goes back up, is it actually gonna do something for my business? The answer is maybe. It's probably not worth fighting with Instagram. I would just delete the fucking video and film it a different way, right? Because if you just submit it and then it gets flagged again, you're fucking your account. Mm Mm-hmm right? And that's the unfortunate thing with Instagram and social media is you need to understand that there is bias on the platforms. So if you're consistently getting flagged and reported for stuff, stop posting that style of content and mix it up.
11: Okay. So in this case, I should probably not post those type of bikini reels anymore.
1: I have no idea what they look like, but probably not. If they're getting flagged consistently, then yeah, probably not.
11: Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I think that's pretty much it. Thank you guys.
12: You're very welcome.
1: Yeah, Sam, I promise you, if I could hash it out with fucking behind the scenes Instagram people, I would, but they will never answer my messages. It's not gonna happen. Chat
0: ups.
4: I don't even have a question. I just wanted to talk to you and say hello. I just want to share my win with you. I already told you I love
0: love wins, tell me.
4: So can I talk about events?
0: It's you fucking can talk about everything.
4: Okay, perfect. So if uh, you guys are listening to this and you don't know anything about the PT Dom events, there is something that happens and it is called the Commitments. Now the mm. commitments are fucking important and uh they really do like all of the coaches there really do push us to get out of our own way and create a better life for ourselves. Now in January, I did make a commitment and I'm so excited that uh, it's finally getting fulfilled. In January, I decided that I was gonna move to Kelowna and I'm moving there in 18 days. Nothing oh, was gonna stand hi. in this fucking way. There we go. 10 days out from my show and uh, 18 days
0: until the move. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just do it. Bro, it's about fucking time. What are we doing, dude? You remember how long he said he was going to take? Cool. And I was like, we need to speed that up. He's oh, like, so I make a long. commitment that I'm going to move to Kelowna in the next year. I'm like, how about the next 90 days? I
4: wish I could have done it in 90 days, but everything came together now. And I was like, hey, perfect. Let's go. Bro, I told you it was going to
0: be this year. It's fucking time. I know. And you're 10 days out from your show. How you feeling? I
4: honestly feel great. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Energy's low, but uh, yeah. And hanger is a big thing. I've eaten twice on this call already.
0: You've eaten twice? Yeah. Well, I got to go to the gym right now. Okay. I'm jealous, bro. I'm jealous. I do like keeping busy, Shadow. I don't know if you get this too on prep, but like if I'm busy, then I forget how hungry I am. But then, then it like when it hits, it's like, boom, it's like, hey, eat so 100%. It's and then cool. it's like,
4: okay, cool. Like let's just back meals back to back. And it's like,
0: okay, cool. <laughs> but I'm excited <laughs> yeah, to see I'm you accepted. guys in 18 days. I'm excited to see you too, bro. I love you. I'm proud of you. Peace, Good bro. Job. Love you guys. Peace excited to see you. Sammy Siegel, hit me fast, dog.
12: There we go. Awesome. No, just like he said, um, very excited for the event. So, you know, I have to take literally like five planes to get there, but I'm excited for it. So.
6: <laughs> We're so, so for you, bro.
12: Yeah, I've been having it's not necessarily like a battle within myself. It's um so I made the decision in the mastermind to focus on my content for this month or or like the six week print right. I have 62 current clients that I work with right now. I can honestly say I have never done a ton of like DM, like outreach, uh, DM outreach and everything on Instagram and stuff like that. If attracting clients is not necessarily a problem that I have, should I still continue to just like basically do what I'm doing? Or do you still like, especially if I'm, Focusing on like the social media aspect for these upcoming, six weeks. Should I start to implement like the DMs, like 25 to 50 every day, or just continue to try like focus on putting out the best possible content that I can. I know it's like a broad.
0: Yeah. I'm going to give you, I'm going to just shoot my answer directly at you. I'm also going to give everyone fucking advice on this call. Okay. This is not advice for all of you. So don't take this as an excuse to not do your shit. But if you have sixty-two clients and you haven't done a lot of outreach, it sounds to me like you just keep doing your shit. You also made an, a commitment to do your social media stuff for the next six weeks. I talked to talked to somebody about this earlier on the call. You can either be the honey or be the bee. I don't need to send out a lot of DMs because my content's fucking fire. So like, yeah. I just doubled down on my content. And I made sure my content was so good. Now people are DMing me. So it's yeah. like that. Like take that approach. If that approach is working for you, you have 60, if you're flat broke and you're like Brian, I haven't sent any DMs and I'm focusing on my content, I'd probably be like, you should fucking DM and do content. But you yeah. 62 clients. You're not flat broke. You should double stick to your strategy and stick to your guns.
12: Yeah. Uh, your and as you know, I, you know, when we spoke, I was in a little bit of a rut, like the last month or so, especially when it came to social media and stuff. Like I just had like a lot of stuff going on, but I, I finally, got a camera. yeah, I got a camera. Like I'm getting used to, you know, how to work with it now. Like I'm still doing shoots with I my client. Yeah, no, like I just want to, you know, really focus on, you know, putting out like the best possible. Content that I can, but I wasn't sure if I should also focus, you know, like an hour or two out of the day when I could be doing oh, something else.
0: Nope. I'm going to jump into. I'm also going to let you know that your the mindset that you have right now is limiting your potential long term. Mm. And so, like, you're in the 10K Mastermind right now, so you're good for the 10K Mastermind. But like, if you want to hit fifty thousand dollars a month, then the answer is both. Right. And, but that's that's not a right now thing. So don't worry about that right now because you don't have the bandwidth to be able to facilitate that. But right the answer is both. So the answer is like, you have a team that helps you with your outbound and then you also just focus on your content. But right now focus on your content. You've got the right mindset. Don't take your eye off the ball. Don't get distracted. Don't get shiny object syndrome. You set the six week sprint for a reason. So focus.
12: Yeah. And I'm still like, even though for the last like month or so, I was only posting like a couple of reels per week. Like I was still getting like a couple thousand views at least. And like, Sam, go do the fucking work. All right,
1: I love you. Stop asking questions and rambling. Trust yourself. You have a fucking successful business. I want you to go look yourself in the mirror after this call and be like, I'm a fucking bad motherfucker. All right, good.
6: Matt, go ahead. So uh, this is more like a contract question Mm. uh, agreements. This happened only twice this year so far, but what's the policy for collections? So six month agreement is the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. This happened twice where I've reached the end of a contract with an athlete or a client and I noticed there was like one to two missed payments. And then I'd reach out to them about that before they drop off like a month before. Again, my fault. I should have been more vigilant. I'm aware. But, you know, always met with having to like sell them again on things that they should have already paid for. What's the policy for that? Like, what do you, what's common practice?
1: You don't send them to fucking collections. You take responsibility for your lack of integrity and response responsibility in the first place. Like, you can't be like, hey, I didn't fucking realize you didn't fucking pay. So now I'm going to send you to collections because I'm not fucking organized in my business
0: yeah i agree with that statement and i'm just gonna jump in i'm gonna so there is a I there is a tool too there's a collection agency in there so it's called kingston data it's called kingston collections if you're just use it canada us whatever it's in the chat what here's what i will say is if it's my fault because i didn't charge them because yes. whatever the fuck dumbass mass reason then i literally eat it i literally eat it like i've done it a few times and i'm not proud of it but I'm like, where I'm like, oh, cool. I haven't been charging this mastermind student for a year. I'm just going to fucking jump off a bridge now. And then I just message gym, And then I let them know that I want to set up their subscription today. So I've done it and I eat it because it's my responsibility to be on top of my own fucking finances, not theirs. So that's yeah. the first thing. Second thing is if I deliver their program and their payment was set up and their payment was set up and it was fucking good to go. And then for whatever reason, let's say they cancel it on their end or they dispute it. Then that fucking conversation about collections happens. And usually it's a conversation about collections, not actually collections itself. Being like, hey, Matt, notice that you disputed your payment. I do have a signed agreement. And so I would rather that you would like take the dispute away so that we can settle this like in a civil discussion. But if you prefer not to take the dispute away, I can send you to collections for the full amount. Let me know which option works best for you. Right? So like, that's what I'll do if somebody disputes a payment. But, and, and I will send them to collections if they dispute it. And I have done it. But I try to avoid that because I want to like, have as much goodwill on the market as possible. I'm just also not going to let somebody fucking snake me. So
1: yeah, I also, I also want to caveat this conversation in the aspect of, we also run a very different business than you, meaning we have intellectual property that has helped over 11 students break a hundred thousand dollars a month organically. 13. All right, 13. I didn't know the exact number, so that's why I said over 11. All right. 300 plus students break $10,000 a month organically. All right. So when you come in and download all of our shit and then try to leave and be like, fuck you. Yeah. You better believe that me and Brian ain't going to let that happen. All right. You're going to get barked at real quick. But if I'm just helping a fitness client and their fucking card bounces, or they dispute it because they got a fucking regular fitness program, I wailed the options. All right. Is the $250 that they owe me really worth the headache that this is going to take? Make sense? Perfect, Matt. Cool. You good, Maddie? Yes, it could apply. That's what I want you to think about, Matt. That's why I just wanted to put it in your brain.
0: Sweet. Yeah, no, that's all. I love you, bro. (laughs) Cool, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cole, where do they find you, dog? Wake Up the Wolf podcast or Kudos to Silva. Hope you guys all have the best day of your entire life. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's fucking go. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at the real Brian Mark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.